Hi, I'm Josh Escobedo with Weintraub Tobin. And I'm Scott Hervey. Miramax, the studio behind Pulp Fiction, and filmmaker Quentin Tarantino are in a fight over an upcoming NFT drop by Tarantino. Miramax claims that the NFT drop constitutes copyright and trademark infringement, as well as a breach of Tarantino's contract. Tarantino claims that Miramax is wrong. This on The Briefing by the IP Lobby. So Quentin Tarantino has put together an NFT collection that contains a number of really interesting things. So it will contain uh, a scanned copy of various pages that reflect a particular scene from Quentin Tarantino's handwritten screenplay of Pulp Fiction, apparently containing misspellings and uh, all the other like expected grammatical errors that one might expect on a uh, handwritten draft of a screenplay also included uh, with each particular NFT is audio commentary from Quentin Tarantino on that particular, um, on that particular scene. So these NFTs are being offered uh, via Secret Network. Secret Network is a blockchain with a data privacy focused settings. Um, according to the website that is promoting the sale of these NFTs, the successful purchaser of any of the NFTs can choose between keeping all this content secret just for themselves, uh, for sharing this content with other people, or for sharing the content with the entire world. Before we get into the facts of the case, let's talk a little bit about NFTs, what they are and what they're not. Sure. So the description of Tarantino's NFT drop is a bit confusing because it says the NFT contains things, and that's not really the case. NFT, which stands for non-fungible token, is a cryptographic code, often referred to as a hash, which may contain a link to an internet address or location, which will display content associated with the NFT. An NFT has a Similar functionality to cryptocurrencies, however, unlike cryptocurrencies such as Bitcoin, uh, NFTs are not mutually interchangeable. You can't exchange one FT for another. This is why they're called non-fungible tokens. The value to an NFT comes from the underlying asset associated with the specific token. There's been a significant amount of activity in the sale of artwork related NFTs on such platforms as Nifty Gateway, Maker's Place, and Super Rare. Also interesting is the fact that most smart contracts for art-related NFTs provide for an artist's royalty of 10% on the secondary sales of those NFTs. That's right, Josh. And like the sale of physical artwork, the copyright in digital artwork or artwork uh, associated with the NFT stays with the artist. And, and sometimes, by the way, it's not just digital artwork. Sometimes it's both digital artwork and a physical copy that might go along with the sale of the NFT. Um, based on the functional aspects of NS NFTs, validation of title, validation of ownership, automated recordation of transactions and executable actions related to those transactions, we really are at the beginning stages of what can be done with NFTs. I agree, but let's get back to the lawsuit. So Miramax says that what Tarantino did constitutes copyright infringement and breach of contract. 
However, in his contract with Miramax, Tarantino reserved certain rights, including soundtrack album, music publishing, live performance, print publication, including without limitation screenplay publication, making of books, comic books, and novelization in audio and electronic formats as well as applicable, interactive media, theatrical and television sequels and remake rights, and television series and spinoff rights. That's right, Josh. Tarantino's counsel, in response to a cease and desist letter sent by Miramax, argued that Tarantino is acting within his reserved rights, all the rights that you referenced, but specifically referred to uh, Tarantino's right to screenplay publication. Miramax contends, though, that the NFT drop, which really would entail a single publication of each scene associated with each specific NFT, does not constitute print publication or screenplay publication. You know, in the end, this is really going to be a matter of contract interpretation. It's going to be up to the trier of fact to determine whether or not what Tarantino is doing falls within or outside of his reserved rights in the contract between Tarantino and Miramax. Right. And if Tarantino's position is correct and he has the right to publish these individual scenes, then it wouldn't constitute copyright infringement. That's right, Josh. And with regard to the trademark claim, you know, Tarantino has the right to refer to the screenplay by what it is. It's a screenplay for Pulp Fiction. He has the absolute right to use Pulp Fiction in describing the nature of the screenplay. That's pretty much, you know, textbook trademark fair use. Can you imagine if a um, independent garage that repaired Alfa Romeos was not allowed to say Alfa Romeo? How could you convey that you were an independent garage that fixed Alfa Romeos? That's why this type of use would be allowed. One interesting thing that we really need to think about here, and we're going to see this with other cases involving NFTs. While NFTs may be the hot new thing, you know, the maxim, you cannot give what you do not have, still holds true, even for NFTs or Web 3.0. While NFTs might be the new hot thing, generally applicable principles of intellectual property and contract law still apply. That's true, Josh. And and as we're seeing here, and we'll see with other NFT cases, you you can't sell what you don't own, right? And you can't give away rights that you don't have. Uh, And that's applicable in the NFT world, just as it's applicable in the real world. It's very true, Scott, but we'll have to continue to monitor this situation and report back when we have new information. Thanks for sharing. Thank you, Josh. Thanks for tuning into this installment of The Briefing by the IP Law Blog. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and YouTube channel. And if you're interested in additional content, visit our website at theiplawblog.com. Thank you.